This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Ruchem Abayim, welcome everyone to a special edition of All Parsha on Parshas Re'eh, the Baal HaTurim on Parshas Re'eh. If you're tuning into this one, I believe you're in for a treat, B'Siyanta Deshmaya. There, there are gold mines in the Baal HaTurim in this week's Parsha. Let us begin with the opening Pasuk. Re'eh Anoichi says about term. Firstly, re'esi anoichi. Look at the Aser Sadibros, which begins with the word anoichi, and realize that all six hundred and thirteen mitzvos are nichlal in the Aser Sadibros. See and look at them carefully to fulfill all of them. Now, the Balaturim has an amazing observation because God says, "See that I have placed before you today blessing and curse." When it comes to the bracha, es habracha. When it comes to the klala of the haklala, says the Balaturim, the word S comes to include S ba larabais. Then when it comes to goodness, it says S, a lashon of riboy, because nothing that God promised in terms of the goodness that will happen will fall by the wayside. But when it comes to the klala, klala, there's not so much. There's not as much klala in this world as there is bracha. Bracha there is in abundance. There is a great amount. And this is an important principle, an important yisoid, an important hashkafa, always to realize that the goodness in this world far outweighs whatever challenges and whatever difficulties there are. The Rambam writes in the Mar Nevuchim that most of what we receive from Hashem is enjoyment and pleasure. Even someone who is ill in their old age, they should realize the majority of their life, life was good for them. And even now, when they're ill, most of the things in their life are letoiva and are good. And most of their body are functioning. And most of the limbs and phenomenon are working well. The Rambam says, And therefore it is incumbent upon us always to see and to recognize and to realize that the majority of what we receive from HaKadosh Baruch Hu is L'tayva. And this is indicated in, when it comes to the bracha, it's S, there's an abundance, there's a lot, there's a tremendous amount. When it comes to the klala, it exists, but it's only klala. And therefore, we have three weeks of punishment, but we have seven weeks of consolation. Amazingly, the Sefer HaToyda of Rabbi Leo Kitaiv writes, that if you add up all the psukim of the Shiva Dinachemta, of the seven weeks of consolation, there are 147 psukim. 144 psukim in all the seven weeks of consolation. Meya, Arba, and Arba. However, if you count up all the psukim of the Toichacha, Mechukaisa, in Kisavai, in Nitzavim, in Hazinu, there are 143 psukim of Toichacha. Because there's always more good in this world than there is bad. There are more psukim, one more pasuk of nechama than there is of toichacha. Es habracha. Es is ba larabais. Now we move on to literally one of the most astounding comments in all of the Bali, uh, all the comments of the Balaturim. Perak Yud Gimel, pasuk beis ki yakum navi. If there should arise in your midst a prophet, or one who dreams, and he gives you a sign or a wonder. Now in the ancient editions of the Balaturim, 
it says, Ki yakum bekirbecha, bekirbecha navi, amongst you a prophet, is gematria zuha isha. This is the woman. Huh? Amongst you a prophet, is gematria zuha isha. Well, firstly, the gematria cannot be more off. It's off by 63. Bekirbecha is 324. Navi is 63. And Zuha Isha is 324. So Bekirbecha Navi is 387. Zuha Isha is 324. So it's 63 off. What's going on here? What does the Balaturim even mean? That Bekirbecha Navi, Bekirbecha Navi is Gematria 387, is the same Gematria as Zu Ha'isha, that's 324. So in the newer editions of the Balaturim, it says Bekirbecha, the word Bekirbecha, which is Gematria 324, is Zu Ha'isha. This is the woman. Presumably, what that refers to is the comments of the Sifri, Bekirbecha Lerabois Ha'isha, that this is the subject of a false prophet who gives a sign or a wonder and he tries to persuade you to leave God and to stray after other gods. And the Safri says, not only a male false prophet do you not listen to and you have to kill, but Larabi says Haisha, this whole pro- this whole parsha refers and is speaking not only about the male false prophet, but the female false prophet as well. Bikirbacha Navi is um, the word Bekirbecha by itself, which is 324, is Gematria Zuha Isha. The question is, what, what does the Balatur mean? This is the woman. Which woman? It sounds like the Balatur is referring to a specific woman. It's more than the Safri is saying. The Safri says, Lerabois Esho Isha, to, inclu- to include a woman. In other words, this. Parsha refers to uh, a female prophet as well. But the words of the Balaturim, Zuha Isha, this is the woman. What's the woman? So the new Balaturim say, Bikir Bacha alone is Zuha Isha. The old Balaturim say, Bikir Bacha Navi is Gematria Zuha Isha. But there, the Gematria is off by 63. So Rabbi Akiva Eger in the uh, Sefer. Brings an astounding explanation for the meaning of this Balaturim. Says Rabbi Kiva Eger, the Christian world was always searching in vain for references in the Torah to their so called God and false prophet and his mother. So the Rebunisham made sure not only there should be a remez to him, but there should be a remez to his fallacy and his emptiness and that we're not allowed to listen to him, and that we have to put him to death in the parasha of a false prophet. Because the original Balaturim's read as follows, Kiyakum Bekirbecha, Bekirbecha Navi, Bekirbecha Navi is Gematria, so we said that's off, Bekirbecha Navi is 387, Zuha Isha is 324. No, originally it said Zuha Isha Ubna, this is the woman and her son. This refers to Yeshu Hanoitzri and the, the mother. Originally, the Balaturim read, 
You know who the false prophet, the dreamer is, that will give you a sign that you're not to listen to, that you should put to death? That is Zuhaisha Ubna. That is the woman and her son, referring to Yeshu Hanoitzri. But as understood, the censors had a tamper for the, with this one. So what they did was, they made it Bikir B'chanavi, is Gematria Zuhaisha, even though it's off by 63, and then the later printers tried to figure it out, and they said, okay, take out the word Navi, and the word Bikirbacha is Gematria Zuhaisha. But the original and real reading of the Balaturim reads, Bikirbacha Navi 387, Bigamatria Zuha Ubna. The false prophet who you can't listen to and must be put to death, that is Zuha Isha, the woman and her son. We know who that refers to. That is the false god of Christianity. And now we come to an amazing comment of Alaturim. Parakyadalad Pasak Aleph, my fa- my favorite Pasak. If we could say such a thing. Banim Atem Lashem You are the children of Hashem your God. And we know famously there's a machlekes between Rav Meir and Rabbi Huda as to what our relationship is with the Ribanishtam. Rav Meir is of the opinion, Benkach u Benkach Banim. That however we act, whatever we do, we are always considered the children of Hashem. In fact, the Balaturim in the beginning of Devarim, Parak Aleph, Pasak He, finds a remez to this shita of Rabbi Meir. My friend Rabbi Aaron Subar pointed out this Balaturim to me in Parak Aleph, Pasak He, that the Balaturim notes that the word Ha'il appears three times in Tanakh. Be'ever hayardein bi'aretz mayav ha'il ma'isheh. Three times the word Ha'il appears. One is Ha'il Moshe. Moshe explained the Torah. One is Ki Ha'il Hashem Lasis Eschem Le'ilam. God wanted the Jewish people as His nation. And Ha'il Halach Acharit Sav. Because since He went after false gods. Says the Whether we do the will of Hashem and we're Mekayim the Torah Ha'il Moshe Be'er Satar whether we're Oyved Avoyed Zara, Hoyal Halach Achriat Sav. Either way, Hoyal Hashem Lasus Eschem Leil Om, we are always His people. Indicating the Sheet of Rameir, Benkach or Benkach Nikram Banim. But here, in Parshas Re'e, the Balaturim discovers a remez to the Sheet of none other than Rabbi Huda. Says the Balaturim, right before the Pasuk, Banim Atem Hashem Leikechem, is the Pasuk, Ki Sishma B'Kal Hashem Leikecha, if you will, because you will listen to the, the voice of Hashem your God. Lishmar as Kometz Vaisav to keep all his mitzvahs, Asher Noichim Mitzav Chayom, that I command you today, La Asayis Hayasha, to do that which is just, Be'inei Hashem Leikecha. Says the Balaturim, there's a juxtaposition, to do that which is just in the eyes of Hashem, you are children to Hashem. When are we children to Hashem? When we do, that which is just in the eyes of Hashem. This is the sheet of Rabbi Huda, and it's alluded to in these psukim, juxtaposed to you are children to Hashem, is to do that which is just, indicating we are only Hashem's children when we're is hayashar be'inei Hashem alaykecha. So I wondered, what will Rameir do with this juxtaposition and this balaturim? The Torah seems to be clearly alluding to this concept, that we are only Hashem's children, when we do that which is just in the eyes of Hashem. So I saw an amazing approach in the Sefer Merkeves HaMishnah on the Sifri. 
The Merkevas HaMishnah on the Sifri says as follows. There's another Machlekes Rameh and Rabbi Yehuda. If when you make a Tanai, when you make a stipulation, does the stipulation have to be a Tanai Kafal, a doubled stipulation? Do you need to say, if you do X, I'll do Y, and if you don't do X, I won't do Y? Or is it enough to say, if you do X, I'll do Y? Rabbi Yehuda says you could just make one stipulation. You could say, if you do X, I'll do Y. Ramir says it's not, the stipulation is not binding, but the deal is binding. You have to give the other person what you promised, regardless of whether he fulfills any Tanai, because a Tanai has to be, if you do X, I'll do Y, and if you don't do X, I won't do Y. But if you don't say, if you don't do X, I won't do Y, you have to do X, regardless of whether that person does Y. Therefore, Rav Yehuda reads this Pasuk in accordance with Heshita. Hashem says, you are my children if you do what is right in my eyes. Rabbi Yudha says, okay, God made one stipulation and it's binding. We are His children, provided that we do what is just in His eyes. But Mary says, come on. God says we're His children. But that condition that He made only if we do what is just in His eyes, that's not binding. Otherwise He should have said, you're my children if you do what is just and you're not my children if you don't do what's just. So since Hashem did not make a Tanai Kafal, the Maisa is Kayam, we are His children, and it's not binding on us to do what is just in His eyes. So Rav Meir would simply read the Pasuk, despite the fact that God says, you're only my children if you do what is just. No, we're His children regardless. Ben Kach, U Ben Kach, Nikraim, Banim. And as Parshas Re'eh is the Parsha that we read in the beginning of Chodesh Elul, and we're learning this concept that we are Hashem's children, it is important to recognize that being Hashem's child, this, this idea is the engine of how tshuva works. Because many Svarim teach us, based on the Medrash Tanchuma, that only Jews are able to do tshuva. Because the mechanism of tshuva is av shemachal al kvoidoi kvoidoi machal. A father who overlooks his insult, his honor, his honor is forgiven. Hashem accepts our tshuva because we are His children. And therefore it is vital to read this Pasuk in the beginning of Chodesh Elul so that we realize and recognize the mechanism and the engine of tshuva. May we take advantage of this great month to be choyzer, v'shuva shalema, l'fanecha, wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos mavarchim, Chodesh Elul, haba aleinu l'tayva. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.